Welcome to the Explosion Network's exploration of Studio Ghibli. Each week we'll be discussing one of the films from within the library of the celebrated animation studio. This is Studio Ghibli's Animated Wonders. Hello, my name is Dylan Blight. Joining me to discuss today's animated wonder is Ashley Hobley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here to talk about this animated wonder. And Kira Munchen. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another decisive episode of Animated Wonders featuring Ocean Waves. Are you, sh- you sure it's going to be decisive? I don't know. Decisive. Um, so this week's... I meant divisive. <laughs> I did mean divisive. And then I was like, yeah, I said the wrong word. It's yeah, fine. I don't, I don't it's know. It's fine. This week's episode is... This week's Animated Wonders, sorry, is Ocean Waves, directed by Tomoni Mozuzuki. And written by the novel of which it was based on was written by Seiko Himuro, and it was, the screenplay was Kyoko Niwa. Main cast: Nobuo Tobita, Toshiko Siki, Yoko Sakamoto, Yuri Amano, Kei Araki, Junchi Kamimaro. And it was released in 1993. Synopsis of which is, as a young man returns home after his first year away at college, he recalls his senior year of high school and the iron-willed big city girl that turned his world upside down. So Ocean Waves is... Short, and I think they'll also represent potentially the length of this podcast. We'll see how that goes in a minute. But so it's only an hour 12 or an hour 10 by the time you cut out the credits. And it was originally a TV, originally it was a TV movie. Um, for people who were born in the year 2000 or around then, TV movies was what we used to recall referred to as movies made straight to showing on TV. And we don't mean Netflix. We mean they were shown on TV. <laughs> like, TV <laughs> movies as a concept, like when I was when I was watching this and thinking about the fact that it was a TV movie, that was the first thing I started thinking about. I'm like, wow, the idea of a TV movie is just not really a, no, a thing anymore. Very no, very far <laughs> and few in between. Um, even then, uh, they're kind of overshadowed. The only time I think of TV movies is when the Emmy Awards come around. And now, because they're grouped together with the miniseries award, which is generally stacked, um, yeah. they rarely and come up. <laughs> HBO still does "quote unquote" TV movies, but most of the time, people still don't even think about those as normally. TV movies they are Sundance movies that picked up. <laughs> yeah, but they're like released anyway. That's a whole different yeah. conversation. Anyway, this is Ghibli's TV movie. It's their shortest movie to to date at all, and also it's weirdly the. Only one that never got an English dub at all. And it was only released on Blu-ray here like a couple of years ago or something like that. Uh, and the title is also weird because it's it's one where it's not a direct translation. Like a direct translation of its original title turns it into I Can Hear the Sea. That's direct from Japanese. But then they changed it to Ocean Waves for the, um, the English release on the Blu-ray or whatever finally. Ash, what did you think of Ocean Waves? It's fine. Uh, it's kind of forgettable, I think, more than anything else. Like, even I watched this a few hours ago. I'm struggling to remember most of the, like, little moments. Like, I, I remember, like, the overall plot. But, um, yeah, it's kind of just there. Um, I think 
it 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 and that's purely because it is an anime uh, and well i don't want to disparage tv movies but it is a tv movie it's not of the caliber of the theatrical things i don't think they try to make it at a smaller budget um in a shorter time frame i think they use like a very inexperienced director and that kind of stuff so um yeah it is probably not going to be very high on anybody's list i don't think uh the story overall is fine i don't think there's there's so little rationale behind anybody's actions i feel like at certain points that it's kind of a struggle to follow along karen what what are your thoughts um i echo a lot of ashley's thoughts i think this is the first time watching a ghibli movie and anime in general that i have felt culturally distanced from what is going on because a lot of the a lot of this actions made by characters i was very disconnected with i was like what the like like it was almost frustrating some of the action some of the actions they made and i don't know if that's just trying to be like culturally endearing to to the japanese culture or stuff and because there was just stuff that i'm like what what why isn't that just annoying like isn't that just like frustrating and and i just didn't feel like the connection with any of the characters throughout it i think the timeline even though in the synopsis it says it takes place in him reminiscing about his senior year in high school it's really a a piece about that goes over memories across a couple years in his life and takes like a random jump at one point that you're like oh shit okay we're here you were just talking about that being years away okay sure whatever um and i think because of that timeline we never get a chance to really see the characters just sit down and and kind of grow a proper connection, a proper relationship at all <coughs> throughout the entire movie. I think even in the last bit where the last section of the movie where they have like the high school reunion, I was like, "Well, you guys are all real buddy buddy in this high school reunion," but I did not get that feeling whatsoever from watching your high school years. Like that is okay, sure. Alcohol does help. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, I didn't really like this. It's, and I, I agree the, the cultural stuff was something I was thinking about too, where I was like, I don't, cause I was thinking about the other movie I would bring up in comparison to this is, um, only yesterday because that was also, you know, sort of very simple real life day in day in life, but not day in life, but that sort of genre. Right. And this is the other Ghibli movie that's sitting in the same sort of genre at the moment that we've watched so far. I don't know if there's more that I haven't watched, but um, but I was like, I really, really like that movie, obviously, if you listen to that one. I, I really like that movie. Ooh. And I had no, like, direct relation to uh, the character or what she was going through in her life or, like, living in that time period or any of that sort of stuff. But I just think the way that story was told uh, allowed me to like that character, get attachment to that character, understand everything else. This movie, I don't like any of the characters. I don't get any attachment to any of them. Uh, their relationship never feels like a real thing. And by the time you get to the end of the movie and they're like, oh, you know, they finally found each other. And he's like, I realized right then in that moment that I'd been in love with her for so long or something. I'm like, what? Like, even the section, <laughs> I do not get this at all. Even the section where his best friend was like, oh, I finally understand that you were holding back because I really liked her. And I was like, he was? Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, right. Sure. And there's the fact, like, there's so many weird things that happen, especially during that period where it's like, 
I lend girl money. Someone else <laughs> lends girl money. Then her she makes friends with someone. She stops at the airport. She then takes my money because she's going home to fly and see her dad. I go to see her at the airport to stop this shenanigans from happening. I then agree to go to Tokyo randomly. On Somebody trip. had to. Don't worry about that. Even though ticket. it would have made more sense, I feel like, if he already had feelings for her, because then he could have been like, okay, he's going on the trip because like he likes the, the hot girl and whatever else. But until the end, that's the whole thing. He's like, oh, I never had feelings for her at all or whatever. Like she's just this annoying girl on this other sort of stuff. That's what an annoying girl this is. And I mean, like I, I don't think it's I think unreasonable. They- I think they've. Certain films have done it before where certain people are in denial with their feelings and that kind of thing, but I don't think there's there's usually more hints uh, along the <laughs> along the I way. I think they they just didn't communicate his mental state and his interest in her very well at all. I think I, I get the feeling they were trying to say that he was interested in her because why would he do all these things if he wasn't interested in her? Like mm. th- from the character that's developed, so it's like okay. And but she's really unlikable. Like, yep. <laughs> I, like I understand they're trying to get, they're trying to make it about like she's you know having like family issues. She's having yeah, family with, got divorced and she's struggling with it. She's and struggling all that with sort it. of stuff. Cool, but. cool. But you're still a shit person. Like you're still a really unlikable person that is just got no redeeming qualities about you. And I don't know. For me, I just don't know if that's a cultural thing. Where yes, yeah. It's There's like that one scene where they get into a huge argument at school after they come back, and then they fucking hit each other, and then everything's okay. <laughs> and they just go both go home or whatever. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't like either of you. So, <laughs> and they're hitting each other. I'm like, just hit each other more. Let's just end the movie now. Like. <laughs> Just keep hitting each other but and let's just send you was, both to prison. I don't was, know. There was no resolution to that moment whatsoever. It was Ooh. just uh like even the even after his friend hits him and then the years later when he's talking to his friend, his friend apologizes. I'm like, wait, that's it? That's all you're just gonna say sorry for hitting you? There's not further discussion of Did he ever apologize for hitting her? No. No? No, but that's that, what that's, that's what that's what happened at the train station. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> that the movie cut as soon as as soon as they just right before they cut, like after the cut, he goes, "I'm really sorry about slapping that one time." Really sorry she about slapping. I'm not right sorry about slapping you those two times. Yeah, <laughs> you deserved it. That's for sure. And I love how the like the one connecting factor when he meets up with the friends or whatever, and they're talking about her. She's like, "Oh, she wants to come back to Tokyo to see someone who loves to sleep in barbs." Wink. Wink, I mean, wink, he didn't wink. really enjoy that experience. So I don't. No. Yeah, I was like, I love how that's the that was the, like <laughs> <laughs> that pissed me off the most. That the fact that she never in that whole Tokyo trip, I was waiting for the moment where she said like, "Thank you, like, thank you for going through this shit for me." Like, mm. I was waiting for that moment because in that moment, I was like, "This is the part where they start building towards a relationship, and they start, you know, this is what's cool, cool." No, no, you're just gonna write. Okay, sure. Instead, she walks out that one time and was like, ha, huh, a Tokyo trip pe- to pre- turned out pretty shit, hey. Let <laughs> <laughs> me like, go see my ex-boyfriend. It's, it's like turning around and be like, looks like you fucking wasted your money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Lucky my daddy paid you back, so you should just shut the fuck up and enjoy the trip. That's true. 
<laughs> no, I mean that that, that element that. I think was done really well and sort of explained a little bit into her mental state, um, being a child of div- a messy divorce and that kind of thing, and her father pretty well, much uh, cutting him, cutting the kids out of his life and that kind of thing. Moving on to the next yeah, woman. Th- yeah, that, that was the only part that sort of made any sort of sense, I guess. <laughs> Oddly enough, the divorce made the, mo- the most sense in this, which is that she didn't understand what the... She was like, her mum moved her away. And then she's like, fuck you, mum. I want to go back to dad. You know, that's that sort of scenario. But then, of course, when she gets there, she finds out that the dad's actually one who's quite happy with the divorce and already moved her bedroom into something else and blah, 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 blah. So, like, that, all of that made more sense than the rest of the movie. It made, the, the divorce made more sense than these two characters' romance. <laughs> you mm. know? So, that's the, the world we live in. Uh, when I wrote down for thematic breakdown, I just wrote down Slice of Life, Love Life. I don't really think there's much to break down with this movie. No, it's pretty it's... just plain on paper. It's just think... supposed to be a romance, I Do guess. Do you think there is chunks of this movie cut out to make it a for TV movie? Like, I know it's like based on novels. I'd like, yeah. I'd love to know what like because there's exactly there's, like until you mentioned it, I hadn't realized this was a made-for-TV movie. So I'm like, oh, okay, completely understand it now. But it just feels like there's chunks of this movie just missing or gone completely. It definitely feels like it would have been so much better as like a twelve-episode limited run thing or whatever. You could have spent so much more time at each periods of his life, building up the relationships with not only her, but also like family, friends at the school, whatever else. And then by the time you get to the end of the series, and he's like having the the meet up with everyone again and stuff like that, you're like, oh, I got to spend like three hours with these characters. I know them now compared to I'm like. Sitting there watching, like, who the fuck is this person again? Like, I don't like, I, I saw them half an hour ago, but I cannot even remember them. <laughs> you know, I am struggling. Um, any of a uh, oh, favorite character moment? I nearly skipped it solely because I'm actually just gonna be uh naughty this week and say, I don't have one, I don't like any of the characters, so I'm not gonna force myself to pick a favorite character at moment. There was not a character I liked, and uh, there's no particular character moment that I enjoyed either. So I got nothing, honestly. Kieran, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pivot it. I'm gonna swivel mm. it. I didn't have a character moment, but I really enjoyed the random and weird kind of cinematography moments where they kind, where they use like the big thick white oh, borders. Like, it was, it, it was, was like, to be like photographs or something, like photographs or like, like art, like the Japanese art style where there's big white mm. and there's just a small picture in the middle. I thought that looked really cool. I, I really liked those those shots. I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's. I mean, I didn't like. They only the did that like at the start of the film, right? It wasn't like. Nah, they did uh, a couple. Times. A little bit at the end. Okay. A little bit at the end. There was like mostly at the start, and then some like a little bit. I think there was like a moment in the middle, and then a moment at the end or whatever. But it was heavy at the start. Yeah. When I was explaining stuff. Uh, moments. Uh, two spring to mind. One was the uh, the tennis match. Um, I thought that was animated very well, like the boys looking on and like watching as the ball went side to side. That was, I thought, very amusing animation. Um, and then the, I guess the ending, uh, the train thing, uh, I liked it because it reminded me of a much better anime, uh, Your Name, which also did train stuff <laughs> very well with running. Can, You're so, like, yeah. this is my favorite moment because it reminded me of another anime. Yeah, can, I, can I, can I also better. change mine to instead of favorite moment? my what the fuck Japan moment 
there's a line where he says, I bought some candid pictures of her from a friend. And I was like, <laughs> I was like what the fuck? What? Like, yeah. he, like somebody had taken pictures of her either without <laughs> knowing or something at the beach. And I'm like, what the fuck? Also, I mean, also shout out to the moment where they're sitting there and he's like staring off in the distance. And then the guy's like, look over there. And he like looks over for a second and it cuts this like animation of this girl, like with her boobs bouncing around. And then it cuts back. And he's like, yes, yeah, so I know they're big. <laughs> <laughs> also at the start of the film, he just walks out on his job. Like, and then yeah, well, goes purely <laughs> to go because his friend asked him to come to school just to look yeah. at a girl from yeah. like two stories up. Uh, and A, he wasn't overly annoyed and been like, what the fuck? He pulled me out of work to do this. And B, I thought that would be a factor that would play out through the rest of the movie about responsibility, about him growing up a little bit. Because the, the they took a moment to leave on the chef and the chef to be like, kids aren't, you can't rely on kids or whatever. And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. Just never back. came up again. He is the most unreliable person in the world. Yeah, there's lots of problems with this. I and I I don't know if it's like a time, place, cultural thing, or whatever. You, but this is definitely not something I would rewatch ever. Um, I did not really like. I didn't like it. Full stop. I mean, Ooh. that's that's my final thoughts on it. I did not. I did not like it. Uh, but let's get into rankings. Let's do this episode. Sorry, I felt like you know. When was like, I don't remember the last time we did one. It was, we'd done like three or four at the time or something like that. But Ash, do you want to go top to bottom? Oh, no, bottom to top, sorry. Bottom, bottom top to, to top. That's more interesting. Uh, What's your rankings? All right. No surprise to anyone, but uh, at the bottom, Grave of the Fireflies. Next, uh, Ocean Wave. Uh, Castle in the Sky. Only Yesterday. My Neighbor Totoro. Kiki's Delivery Service. And number one is Porco Rosso at the moment. I just want to say now... Like, uh, listening to this show's rankings is so much more interesting than our Star Wars podcast <laughs> rankings. Because I feel different. like for the most part, we were, like, very close or, like, just slowly switch positions. But this, by the time we get to the end of this series, I'm just going to be like, we're going to have very wildly different I think lists. because <laughs> Star Wars is, like, there's definitive already understanded orders of things. But then, Whereas look, with this, everything is going to be personal taste. But yeah. then also we've got... He, we've still got... The like in Star Wars, which we had when Ashley fucking put Solo up so high, and we every time it was read out, Dylan and me would both say, "What the fuck?" This time we have Grave of the Fireflies being last, and both <laughs> you and me going, "What the fuck?" Let's see what else happens with this, uh, Kieran. Bottom top, what's your um, okay? Uh, bottom of my list is only yesterday, uh, and then Ocean Waves, Castle in the Sky. Kiki's Delivery Service, Grave of the Fireflies, Totoro, Porco Rosso. It's so funny how... Do, yeah, so... Mind <laughs> Bottom the Top, Ocean Waves, Castle in the Sky, Porco Rosso, <gasps> Grave of the Fireflies, Ew. Kiki's Delivery Service, Only Yesterday, My Name is Totoro. It is so funny how different our lists are. Like, I think they're, like, key players are Grave of the Fireflies... Porco Rosso and Only Yesterday. If I had to pick three kind of Movements. key ones that stood out that yeah. are moving completely yeah. different sort of positions all over the place. Um, but that makes it fun. That makes it yeah. interesting, I think. I think it also kind with. of reflects our tastes in anime and this kind of genre. Um, being, and our interpretations know, my, of things. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, it, re- it, you- it really has me wondering by the time we get to the end of it, will there be like, like even if we don't all have the same one at number one, but will we all have the same one at least in our like top three? Like, will there be like a similar thing or will we have like wildly different? Because the longer we, the, the more episodes we're getting into this, I'm beginning to wonder like just <laughs> how different it'll be at the end. Uh, that's what we can look forward to in the future. I mean, and to so- say ones near the bottom doesn't necessarily mean they're bad. It just means they're not as good as the ones above. That's usually how this work, Ash. I mean, Good job no, of getting yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> not the Star Wars Ashley, list. <laughs> Ashley, normally the one that's very welcome at shitting on other people's opinions and telling them they're wrong, is <laughs> trying to back out of telling people that he believes their the opinion is wrong. <laughs> no, that one is, is not good, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Castle Sky it doesn't mean they're bad, apart from Grave of the Fireflies. That one that is at the bottom for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that'll do it for this week's episode that is animated wonder number 7 ocean waves let us know what you thought of the film on twitter you can find all of our twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash twitter next week's film is pom poco is it poco or poco does anyone know I don't know Bim- pom poco pom poco I think so make sure to watch that before next week's episode releases and we'll see you in that one Now, what we didn't get is the after credits scene where the dad opens up the bill from the hotel and his <laughs> whiskey and coke, and like there's just like a like, like a cut out, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the end of Home Alone two. Yeah, exactly, hundred percent, exactly like Home Alone two. Also, how weird is it they had like a bottle of whiskey in the bar fridge? A whole <laughs> bottle, like it wasn't just and enough coke for it as well. It's you know, good on you, Japan. That bar fridge was like stacked. <laughs> Like full cans, not like the tiny cans.